This weekend, we, the people of our Diocese of Homo Thibodeau, celebrate the 40th anniversary of the establishment of our beloved diocese. We celebrate it on this wonderful solemnity feast of Pentecost. Therefore, let me wish to all a very happy anniversary. As I have shared with you before, as I reflect upon the first 40 years of this diocese, I recognize that there is much for which to be grateful. We have shared life together. We have celebrated the sacraments and passed on the faith from one generation to the next. We have proclaimed the gospel with the words of our lips and with the actions of our hands and our feet. We have stood by each other through all kinds of natural disasters and economic challenges. Indeed, our first 40 years have been filled with God's abundant grace and blessing. However, I know that we have also seen changes in these past 40 years. I'm aware that today we have fewer practicing Catholics in our area than we did when the diocese was established. Many Catholics see a reflection of this change among their own children and grandchildren, in their own extended family members, friends, and in their church parishes. It is natural to worry about our future and ask good questions such as, what can be done? Or, will this trend stop? Or, in the future, will the richness of our Catholic faith continue to be an integral part of the lives of the people and history of this area? Or will it be merely a nostalgic footnote about bygone days? I am very much aware of these concerns, and I believe the only way to lead is to do so with the courage to be honest about our current situation. However, my brothers and sisters, as I have said on many occasions before, I stand with you today as a man of hope. As I have shared with you before, I have great hope for our future. I have hope because of what I know to be true about God as well as about the people of our diocese. I have hope because I believe people are hungrier than ever before for the Lord. I have hope because I believe God is longing to fill this hunger in the lives of our people. Now, although I consider myself to be a positive person, I do not have hope because I am an optimist. Although I embrace the call to serve you as your bishop, I do not have hope because that's what good leaders do. I have hope. I have hope because I am a Catholic Christian. Jesus Christ is active and alive today, and Jesus has given me a reason to hope. The people of our diocese have real, enduring goodness in them. 
and long to go deeper with God. You, the people of our diocese, have given me a reason to hope. I believe we are on the cusp of an exciting new future, one filled with creative evangelization and the forming of missionary disciples. Our future has given me a reason to hope. I have hope, and hope is my gift to the people of our diocese for our 40th anniversary. I have hope, and hope is God's gift to us on this wonderful solemnity of Pentecost. This solemnity of Pentecost focuses on the gift and the enduring presence of the Holy Spirit with us. Just last week, in his May 31, 2017 general audience, our Holy Father, Pope Francis, shared his heart as he reflected upon the Holy Spirit and hope. Pope Francis stated, and I quote, in the imminence of the solemnity of Pentecost, we cannot but speak of the relation there is between Christian hope and the Holy Spirit. End quote. My dear friends, let us for a moment peer into this solemnity of Pentecost and then speak of the relationship between Christian hope and the Holy Spirit. Now, we as Catholics are familiar with the Feast of Pentecost as one of the great solemnity feasts of our liturgical year that takes place 50 days after Easter. We reference it as the birthday of the Church, and that is one of the things that Pentecost celebrates for us. However, Pentecost was first a Jewish holiday. Therefore, we can ask, what did the Jewish feast of Pentecost mean? Our second question will be, why does the Holy Spirit descend upon the apostles as tongues of fire? Pentecost was a Jewish feast celebrated on the 50th day after Passover. In the Old Testament book of Deuteronomy, we read that every single adult male would come to Jerusalem not only for Passover, but 50 days later, they would also celebrate the Feast of Pentecost. Passover celebrated and remembered their deliverance from Egypt. Pentecost was also a festival of remembrance which celebrated the giving of the law to Israel on Mount Sinai. In Jewish tradition, Pentecost, 50 days later after Passover, celebrated the arrival of the Israelites at Mount Sinai and the giving of the Ten Commandments of the Law. Now, understanding what Pentecost celebrates for our Jewish brothers and sisters, we ask, why does the Holy Spirit descend upon the apostles as tongues of fire? 
Let's go back to the book of Exodus, chapter 19, verse 18. There we read, and I quote, Mount Sinai was wrapped in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire. And the smoke of it went up like the smoke of a kiln, and the whole mountain quaked greatly. End quote. Just as in the Old Testament, the Lord came down from heaven and descended upon Israel in fire to give them the old law, so now too in the New Testament on Pentecost, the Holy Spirit descends upon the apostles as tongues of fire, not to give them the old law, which was written on tablets of stone, but to give them the new law, which is written on the tablets of their hearts. Therefore, because of Pentecost, the love of God is in us through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. God longs for our hearts so much that he has given us the Holy Spirit, and he writes his love for us across our hearts. Today on Pentecost, we celebrate the good news of God reaching out to us. Today we celebrate the good news of his longing for the renewal of our hearts. God is longing for the renewal of our hearts. God is longing for the renewal of our hearts. On this Pentecost, on this 40th anniversary of our Diocese of Homo Thibodeau, we celebrate hope, and therein we celebrate renewal. For I believe that this is God's gift to us on our 40th anniversary. I believe God is longing for the renewal of our hearts, the renewal of our parishes, and the renewal of our diocese. My hope is anchored in the Lord and all that he is doing. And what I see God doing is leading us in renewal. Standing on the firm foundation of the hope for renewal, I would like to return to the words of our Holy Father, Pope Francis, about the Holy Spirit and hope. Pope Francis uses an image from St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews. Pope Francis states, and I quote, the letter to the Hebrews compares hope to an anchor. And to this image we can add that of the sail. If the anchor is what gives the boat security and keeps it anchored between the waves of the sea, the sail instead is what makes it go and advance on the waters. Hope is truly like a sail. It receives the wind of the Spirit and transforms it into the driving force that pushes the boat 
depending on the circumstances, to the open sea or to the shore. Pope Francis continues, the spirit is the wind that drives us on, that keeps us on the way, makes us feel ourselves pilgrims and strangers, and does not permit us to ensconce ourselves and to become a sedentary people." End quote. My prayer for us on our 40th anniversary is that we will forever be a people open to allowing God to lead us. I pray today that we would forever be open to the Holy Spirit, just as the apostles were at Pentecost. If we do this, if we are forever open to the Holy Spirit, Pope Francis has reminded us that God does not permit us to ensconce ourselves and to become a sedentary people. As I mentioned last night at our 40th anniversary Vesper prayer service, while we celebrate great things happening, we must admit that we are facing significant challenges. Our world and the lives of people are changing. The landscape of Catholicism is different today in 2017 than it was 40 years ago in 1977. While the gospel of Jesus Christ is timeless, our proclamation of the gospel must take into consideration not only the timeless truth of the gospel, but also the ears of the people that hear this timeless truth. The gospel message is in direct competition today with many other things that demand people's attention. Therefore, we must adapt our approach in our ministry on both a parish and a diocesan level so that we can more effectively reach the people whom we have been called to serve in the context of their lives and the culture in which they live. In fact, I humbly predict that the future of our diocese hinges on our ability to appropriately adapt alongside the ever-changing culture in which people live their lives. Either we will creatively and intentionally discover and engage in ways to share the timeless mysteries of the faith with people and the secular culture in which we live, or we will further atrophy in number as we declare we have always done it this way and lamenting all the while that things aren't what they used to be. Pope Francis reminds us again that God does not permit us to ensconce ourselves and to become a sedentary people. The Holy Father also encourages us, and I quote, hope is truly like a sail 
It receives the wind of the Spirit and transforms it into the driving force that pushes the boat, depending on the circumstances, to the open sea or to the shore." End quote. The Holy Spirit, my brothers and sisters, wants to lead us. God wants to be that transforming, driving force that leads our parishioners, our parishes, and our entire diocese. Led by the Holy Spirit, I am pleased to announce and to promulgate to you today our strategic plan entitled Plans of Hope. In just a few moments, I will read an official promulgation and decree setting into motion the strategic plan. After months of consultation with hundreds of members of the laity involved, and after thousands of hours of work, I am confident that the strategic plan will achieve many things. And among them is one thing most important, the renewal of human hearts. How appropriate for us to promulgate this strategic plan as we celebrate our diocesan 40th anniversary. How suitable for us to celebrate our 40th anniversary on Pentecost Sunday. As Pentecost reminds us of God's desire for renewal, how fitting to promulgate the strategic plan on this Pentecost Sunday. For just as Pentecost is about the renewal of our hearts, the strategic plan is also about the renewal of our hearts. In his apostolic exhortation, Joy of the Gospel, Pope Francis stated, and I quote him again, I encourage each particular church to undertake a resolute process of discernment purification, and reform. Pastoral ministry in a missionary key seeks to abandon the complacent attitude that says, we have always done it this way. I invite everyone to be bold and creative in this task of rethinking the goals, structures, style, and methods of evangelization. End quote. Our strategic plan, entitled Plans of Hope, is a direct response to this missionary mandate outlined by Pope Francis. Indeed, as the Pope stated, we have participated in a resolute process of discernment, purification, and reform. We have embraced the prompting of the Holy Spirit in order to abandon the complacent attitude that says, we have always done it this way. Indeed, together, we are rethinking the goals, structures, style, and methods of evangelization. And we are open to the new evangelization. May the Holy Spirit of the living God 
breathe upon this gathering today and upon every church parish in our diocese as we launch our plans of hope today. May the fire of the Holy Spirit enkindle in our minds, hearts, our prayers, and our actions a desire to undertake together these plans of hope for our parishes and for our diocese. We know that these plans will take time and great effort on our part. However, God never asks anything of us without giving us assistance for the task. God is asking us together to renew parish life in our diocese. And he has given us the Holy Spirit to strengthen and sustain us in these efforts. He has written the law of his love across our hearts. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, allons. Let us go together into the future filled with hope that our God has promised us. I will now read the decree of promulgation for our strategic plans of hope. And it reads, Decree of Promulgation. In 2015, the Diocese of Homa Thibodeau initiated a diocesan-wide process of listening in response to a prayerful discernment of gratitude for the many blessings of the first 40 years, as well as of expectation of greater things to come. We listened to God, to our clergy, and to parishioners. We listened to adults, to parents and grandparents, to the young people and teenagers, to Catholics in every corner of our diocese. Since then, nearly 800 of the Catholic faithful of our diocese gathered together to actively engage and collaborate in the planning process, which has conveyed to us the thoughts, concerns, and dreams of our people. It has opened our hearts to the fidelity, promise, and power of God and our minds to the creative possibilities of the future. It has given us a new appreciation for our people and our history, and of the reality and complexity of our current situation. Most of all, it has given us a reason to hope. It was very evident to me as your shepherd that the results of the strategic planning process reflected God's grace in response to our prayer and commitment. More than a mere organizational process, it became a sacred moment. Hence, it is most provident that on the day the Universal Church celebrates the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon all of humanity, these plans of hope should also be guided by that same spirit of truth as we move our church forward in the decades to come. Therefore, I, Shelton J. Fogg, by the grace of God and the favor of the Apostolic See, 
the Bishop of Homotibido, and having heard the people of God of this diocese, and in accord with Canons 375 and 381, paragraph 1 of the Code of Canon Law, hereby promulgate the plans of hope of the Diocese of Homotibido, vest all that is taught and obliged by it with my Episcopal authority, and order its publication for the benefit of all the faithful. By this decree, I establish and define the direction of our local church of Homotibido for the immediate future. By this decree, I invoke the power of the Holy Spirit and exhort all the clergy, religious, and laity to promote enthusiastically, collaborate actively, and act charitably upon the renewed vision of our diocese and parishes as outlined in our plans. By this decree, I call on all the faithful to join me in our journey together as we continue in our faith-filled commitment of building up the body of Christ in our diocese. Given this fourth day of June, the Solemnity of Pentecost, during the 40th anniversary of the erection of our diocese in the year of our Lord, 2017, at the Cathedral of St. Francis de Sales, Homa, Homa, Louisiana. This decree becomes effective today. Anything to the contrary notwithstanding, I herewith set my hand and my seal. It is signed by me. It is signed by Father Simon Peter Ingerate, one of our vicars general, Father Mark Toops, another of our vicars general, Father Jay Baker, our chancellor, Dr. Glenn Manso, president of our diocesan pastoral council, he's the chair, by Mike Barker, diocesan pastoral council vice chair, and by Jennifer Armand, diocesan pastoral council secretary. Amen.